Welcome to Hollywood Deli. I'm your host, Blue. So listen, let's talk about it. Lizzo. Everybody that knows Lizzo loves Lizzo. So apparently Lizzo is not getting a lot of love. Lizzo's former dancers are suing her. And I'm trying not to laugh because these women are dead serious. But come on, you're suing her for body shaming, sexual harassment, come on, and creating a toxic work environment. It's just, it's it's ridiculous. Because here's the reason why it's laughable, because Lizzo is a plus-size woman. Now, I'm not trying to say that it's not possible that Lizzo could fat shame them. It is possible because there are fat people who hate other fat people. And so I'm not saying that it's not possible. So anyway, let's read the article from Yahoo Entertainment. By now we all know the feeling of dread that accompanies the news that your favorite celebrity might be problematic. For Lizzo fans, that fear, feared moment came this week. Three ex-dancers from the About Damn Time singer sued her for alleged sexual harassment. That was the other thing I missed. And creating a harmful work environment. Lizzo denied the allegations two days later, and I'll read her response, referring to the accounts as false and sensationalized stories. Still, when the news first broke, the stomachs of fans around the world plummeted. Not Lizzo, I despaired. She's everyone's fave, some people wrote. Queen of spontaneous twerking and flute playing. The poster girl for self-empowerment. These um, reports sent fans like me into a crisis. Could this really be true? No, this is not true. The lawsuit, which names the singer, her production company, and the captain of her dance team, Shirley, alleges... Incidents of shaming dancers for weight gain, pressuring dancers to touch new performers during a trip to a strip club, and subjecting some dancers to a brutal 12-hour re-audition to keep their jobs. A, um, I guess her name is Ariana Davis, one of the plaintiffs, claims to have sold herself in the process after being afraid that she'd lose her job if she asked for a bathroom break. The detail, re- the detail reports of the accusations lodged against Lizzo make for a harrowing read. Mere hours after the news emerged, other former employees and collaborators voiced their support for the accusers, as well as their own accounts of feeling disrespected and gaslit while working with the singer. In her response, Lizzo stated that while, you know, since they got the response here, I'm not going to read her her full thing, but she says, In her response, Lizzo stated that while she doesn't want to be seen as a victim, she is not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. The nature of these complaints would certainly be upsetting if they'd been about any celebrity. Attached to Lizzo, however, they're devastating because they're exactly the kind of qualities she spends her whole career standing against. The singer, born Melissa Jefferson, this is Lizzo, has been known as a beacon of body image positivity and mental wellness. She frequently peppers her pop music with messages of self-love, acceptance, and the euphoria that comes with it. 
In case nobody told you today, you're special. She sings in the title track of her 2022 album, Boss Up and Change Your Life. I'm sorry. What is it? The app to her 2020 album. Okay, whatever. The lyrics from that album says, boss up and change your life. You can have it all. No sacrifice. She encourages listeners and good as hell. And of course, truth hurts. She inspired countless others to declare themselves 100% that B. For legions of fans, whether they were catch- watching her at her recent sold out arena tour or during her five-star Galax- Galastonbury set, there has been power and affirmation in the words she sings. Listen, I don't believe that Lizzo did this. I really don't. I don't want to believe that she did this. Is it possible? It's possible, but I don't want to believe that she she did this. I Lizzo in her statement, let's read it because she gives her side. And we get a clear understanding of what happened here. So when she breaks her uh, silence, and this is from Bossup, she writes, "Um, these last few days have been gut-wrenching, difficult, and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethics, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My characters, I'm sorry, my character has been criticized. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. She continues, these sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. As an artist, I have always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performance seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put on the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as important part of the team. I am not here to be looked at as a victim. As the victim, sorry. But I also know that I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be. These last few days, I am very open about, um, excuse me, I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. She continued her statement saying, I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support to lift me up during this time. Here's my thing. I don't think that she uh, body shamed them, but I think that she might have said some things that could have been sort of body shaming. She takes me as a perfectionist and a perfectionist sort of like Beyonce they can come off as harsh perfectionists. And so you can rub people the wrong way. And I think maybe, and also here's the thing, when you say things, people can take it however way they're going to take it. It may not even be what they're saying, 
but they may be hearing it the way they want to hear it because they're in their feelings. And these people may be projecting. I'm not going to discredit them and say that they're not. These encounters aren't true. It's a possibility. But here's my thing, what I didn't like that the media was really doing, and that was put pitting other black women against each other. So Beyonce, in her song, um, I forget what song it was, she shouts out Lizzo and other singers, Kelly Rowland. And what happened was, on the internet, Erica Badu, for whatever reason, felt the need to show the world that she influenced the looks that Beyonce is using during her tours. And so she said, she made a smug remark like, I guess I'm everybody's stylist. And so Beyonce, it got back to her. And so she, instead of saying Lizzo's name, she said, Badu, 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 Badu. Like, look, bitch, I see you, I hear you. But I didn't, you know, Beyonce has always, in my opinion, quoted and respected Erica Badu from what I know. And one of the quotes that she said in her documentary a while back, Beyonce, was that, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. And that's a direct quote from Erica Badu. And so Erica, she's sort of real sarcastic. And with sarcastic people, you never know how to take them. People are saying that Beyonce took it the wrong way. People are saying that she was uh, being shady. I don't know. We we will never know unless we directly ask Erica Badu because she's a very fit, um, finicky woman. And she's puzzling and has that mystique about her and reputation of just um, drawing you in. So you never know with her. And so people were trying to say that she scripted over Lizzo's name because of what's going on with Lizzo, which is a possibility. Because Beyonce always avoids controversial people. Like, look, case in point. Remember when, um, uh, what was her, what was his name? Kanye West uh, got up on the stage, snatched the mic from, uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, the Taylor Swift chick, and said Beyonce had the best video. Blah blah blah. Beyonce swiftly came in there and switched that narrative that she was even involved or even co-signing what he did, and gave Taylor Swift her moment while accepting an award. Beyonce always likes to stay away from negative press, especially involving some type of bullying, and that's exactly what. Kanye West did to Taylor in that moment. He bullied that woman. So anyway, and continued to years and years and years later. And so Beyonce also avoided the beef between Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. Because remember when Remy Ma um, attacked um, Nicki Minaj in in a song, Nicki um, put a post up and said, even the queen know I'm the queen. It says I'm the queen, blah, blah, referring to Beyonce. And apparently the reason why she took it down was because she got a call from Jay-Z and said, look, take it down. Beyonce doesn't want any parts of that. And since then, they've been very, very distant. Nikki and Beyonce have not been in the same room ever since then. And so it's a possibility that Beyonce did snub Lizzo. Now, is she wrong from a business stance? No. But from an interpersonal stance, yeah, it's like, Prove innocent till proven guilty. Why would you uh, sit there and take the side of these women who you don't know their backgrounds? You don't know if it's true or not. And Beyonce, you have had staff come out and say that you pay them poorly and work them like crazy. So I can see why you would want to stare away from that. 
So speaking of Beyonce, one of my um people that's part of this podcast, Chris, said in the comments he wanted to know more about Beyonce's stepdaddy's uh liking of the pictures. So I didn't know what the I didn't know what the big deal was with his Twitter. Richard Lawson is Tina um Lawson, who is Beyonce's mom, and soon to be ex-husband, they filed for divorce. And so the internet is calling him the, I guess, the freaky grandpa. And so apparently people went on to his Twitter. And so this is according to the uh, Madam, Madam Norm. On the heels of Tina Knowles filing for divorce from her estranged husband of eight years, Twitter detectives discovered Richard Lawson has a thing for porn on July 27th. Via Richard's personal Twitter account, social media sleuths were able to see the alleged type of porn the veteran actor and director liked. The 76-year-old stud reportedly had a, a thing for black women, okay, Zaddy, with big breasts and asses. In other words, he's a regular black man. Black Twitter's reaction varied on the alleged um, salacious um, sex tea. But to be honest, there's nothing here to see. I, that's what I say. He's a grown ass man. What's wrong with him watching porn and whatnot? And also, he's an old head. They don't old heads like this internet shit's like new to them. They don't know like people can see your likes and shit. He's thinking he's in the privacy of his own home, beating his dick and liking pictures. So I didn't see the big deal, but I hope that wasn't her reason for divorcing. I doubt it. I, I hope it wasn't porn was the reason why she she decided to divorce him, you know, because it was like real. It seemed real abrupt because what they portrayed to us on social media, in particular, her with her damn camera, like she's ever since she divorced Beyonce's dad, who like always kept social media quiet, didn't really want her and saying too much or online for I guess we were afraid it would um, harm Beyonce in some way or whatever. She has gone rampant on the social media. And so what she has portrayed to us was that they were this fun-loving couple who had the picture-perfect marriage. And that's why I don't do the social media because shit be fucked up in my relationship sometimes. It do. And I don't be feeling happy in my relationship sometimes, and sometimes I do. And so I'm not going to put out there that every happy moment we got because then what if shit goes wrong and then I'm looking crazy and feeling crazy because I put out this narrative that was not true. That's not showing the whole picture. Now, I'm not saying that you should go on social media and you like air out your grievances with your significant other. Hell no, don't do that. Have some shame. But what I'm saying is don't overkill it. Like some people that I know, they overkill the whole social media. Like I have like one person that I follow on social media in particular, and I don't have a lot of people that I follow on social media for good reason. Like, I don't want to see what's going on with people all the time, but this person, she blows up my internet and she, I've known her for so many years and I, I I guess I need to block her like somehow without her knowing I'm blocking her because I know every waking moment of her and her kid's life. And I'm like, you, all right, you, you, we, we get it. You have a good life and everything, but like, I don't want to see it every fucking day. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see your bad side either. But it's just like, when you put up that that whole situation and when shit blows up in your face, you look kind of dumb. 
And so I don't know why Tina decided to divorce this man, but I'm curious. Anyway, make sure you like, subscribe, make sure, make sure you leave five-star rating, and y'all have a good night.